this, uh, this week uh, was a, a very interesting week. I was thinking about a couple of things this past week, and, and uh, on last Sunday, <clears throat> you, you, I know you had a wonderful time. I was able to, just a tremendous message by uh, Elder Anchi, um, Sunday night, I was able to go on the, uh, the app and also uh, listen to the, from the app and the website, uh, the message, uh, uh, Breaking Through uh, Impossibilities. And uh, it, was break, it was really, really wonderful. And so I know you had a wonderful time on last, uh, last Sunday. And it is the first time that I have uh, missed the final Sunday of a year to worship together. Uh, but it was necessary because God uh, just really spoke in a, just a very clear uh, way uh, to me um, as it relates to uh, our church. And I am so excited. I can hardly contain myself. You know, I grew up in the Baptist church, and, and we used to sing the song that I said I wasn't going to tell. No, I said I wasn't. Come on, let's, let's just get real. I said I wasn't going to tell nobody, but I. Oh, I. Uh, and uh, it, it was awesome. And what were you not going to tell somebody? What was it that you weren't going to tell? What the Lord had done for me. Those of you that grew, didn't grow up Baptist, you missed out. But what is, is interesting is <clears throat> this week I was driving and I saw a picture of what God um, really shares with us. Uh, whenever you're uh, looking to travel somewhere and to go beyond where you are, many times we will get on the freeway. And to get on the freeway, you enter on a ramp. And there are other cars that are coming. They're going in the same direction that you're going in, but you have not gained the level of speed that they're at. And because of that, you have to yield and give them the right away until they pass. There's a law in our country called the right-of-way law. And it was instituted simply because vehicles often come into conflict with one another. We uh, might intersect one another. And not only do vehicles intersect one another, but uh, vehicles intersect pedestrians. And so it's really important to know who has the priority, who has the right-of-way. Because we follow that right-of-way law simply because we don't want to cause an accident. And if we did not yield to the sign, yield to the signal, then what happened is that there would be a violation. It would have financial consequences. It could cause injuries and even death. And so, because we know that, we follow this right away, the right of way, rather, the right of way. We follow that. And isn't it interesting that we can see that in the natural, in the physical, but also in our lives, that sometimes that our lives conflict with God's desire. Sometimes we intersect with His desire. And God desires that we give him the right of way so that we can, he can take us to the destination that he desires. And if we do not follow, recognize the sign, if we do not recognize the signal that God is giving us, then it could actually cause financial consequences. 
It can cause injury and can even cause death. Tomorrow begins our time of fasted prayer, our 2018 fasted prayer. And what's interesting is that uh, our fasted prayer will begin on the 8th of January and it will end on the 21st. It will end on the 14th day. And that 14th day represents the 14 months that are remaining toward our The Beyond Project. And so as we go into this time of fasted prayer, uh, what we're going to do is that I want to look at three scenes that occurred in a short period of time. Three scenes that occurred in a short period of time. We're going to look at these scenes And these are scenes that were in a short period of time in the life of Jesus. It's important that we look at these three scenes because these three scenes will be the drivers that will take us through 2018 to a new dimension, to a new level, will take us to uh, uh, beyond so that I really strongly believe that there are many people that are not where they desire to be. And what God will do this year that he will strategically realign you to advance just like that. There are doors that are going to be open that are beyond the scope of your imagination. And the only way to see the sign, the only way to see the signal, is that if we desire God to take us beyond where we were, where we are, then we must grow spiritually beyond where you were in 2017. So, so let's take a look at this this morning. We're going to look at three scenes in the life of Jesus. First, we're going to take a look in Luke chapter 3, Luke chapter 3, uh, verse 21 and 22. These three scenes that we're going to look at this morning, uh, and, and, and what I'm going to do is I'll show you and talk to you, and, and we'll, we'll relate that to even our own individual lives as we prepare to go through this time of fasted prayer. Luke chapter 3, verse 21 and 22. Come on, champions, let's read that together like we know it is the word of his power. Let's read it together now. When all the people were being baptized, Jesus was baptized too. And as he was praying, heaven was open. And the Holy Spirit descended on him in bodily form like a dove, and a voice came from heaven, you are my son whom I love, with you I am well pleased. Now, I want you to know that, notice this, that right before Jesus began his ministry, that Jesus heard the voice of God. And so this is the first thing, this is the first thing that we've got to recognize. First, it's the voice, the voice that we must hear. See, fasting is really about bringing God into into reality in your everyday life. Bringing God's presence, it's a reality in your everyday life. Now, let me just kind of help correct some things because we say this and we get caught up in, you know, bringing, uh, bringing God, going into the presence of God. If you are, receive Jesus, as, let's, just be, let's just be biblical today, amen? If you receive Jesus into your life, his presence is with you. So we don't have to come into the presence of God because we always have his presence. Where can I go without him? If I, if I go to the mountains, if I go to the hills, he's there. He's always with me. So, so the, what we have to do is that his presence is with us, but it has to be a reality in our everyday life. And be, 
you, you know what it's like that you can have somebody with you, but, but, but it's not, you don't realize they're with you. Now, you know they're there, but you're distracted. Perhaps, let me just give you an, an example. Let me give you an example. Perhaps you have family members and, um, and you know what, what's this thing, man? It's like you could see people at a restaurant and all six of them are on their cell phones. And they're, they're looking at Facebook. They're looking at Twitter. Do you know it's not going anywhere? And so rather than engage one another, they are focused on what they are doing and are interested. So the people that are around them are not a reality in their lives, although they are present with them. Okay? So, 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 so one of the things that happened is, is that when, what you have to do is you have to quiet, get rid of the distractions. You know, when our kids were younger and, you know, there, there were movies and video games and, and even uh, now that there are people that you know that they may be looking at a YouTube video and you want to talk to them. But, the, but, but what you have to do first, you have to say, excuse me, uh, can you put that video on pause? And you remove the distractions and it is then they can hear what you're saying. And so notice this, that Jesus heard the voice of God. Scene one, the voice of God. He heard the voice of God first. He heard the voice of God. And after Jesus heard the voice of God, that he began to act upon the voice that he had been not only heard, but the voice that he had been hearing. Now, let me say this to you, that we love it when God speaks to us and and, and, and audibly, we love it when God gives us a strong nudge and a direction. But you know what? More than 95% uh, of, of what God wants to say to you is in his word. It's in the Bible. And what God does is he will speak to you in a different way to confirm what's already in his word. So it's important then that we recognize that the voice of God is, is something that we do have to hear. And so as we go into this time of fasted prayer, that there are tools that are necessary that we have to uh, make sure that we are collectively being able to hear the voice of God, hear, read the Word of God. And God will speak in a different way to every person. And so as we uh, go into 2018 fast, we have de uh, uh, developed a fasting guide, a fasting guide. This fasting guide will be available in many different ways. Uh, it will be emailed to uh, every person that's on our uh, distribution, uh, on our uh, uh, communication uh, platform. Uh, it will also uh, be available on our website, that you can go on our website and you can download it off of the website. But it also is available to you as you go around as, each and every day. And so if you are here and you have your cell phones, I'm going to show you exactly how you can get uh, the devotional uh, for each of these 13, 14 days. I'll show you exactly how you can get that. Now, if you'll just take out your phone, uh, and, 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 and what I'll share with you is that the type of fast that we're entering into, this type of fast, is uh, a uh, whatever t a fast th th that you desire. Your time of fasting is between you and God. And so there are multiple types of fast, and it's listed on our, our, our website and also on your, uh, your, your app. Um, but, but what I'd like to do is that if you would just take out your phone, and then if you just uh, pull up the ministry app, 
And as you pull up the ministry app, what you'll recognize is that at the bottom of that home page is what's called a reading plan, a reading plan. And so your daily reading will be on your app. And you'll, you'll have it wherever you go. So all you have to do is go down here and you'll see reading plans and you select 2018 Fasting Guide, Going Beyond. And if you hit that, it gives you the information, description of the fast. It's going to share with you that um, the types of fast, there's a normal, there's a Daniel, there's a combination fast, but then there is also a media fast. Isn't that wonderful that you can, you can make a decision to limit uh, or abstain from uh, social media, uh, games, television for a period of time? Now, so, so there are different types of fasts. You can take whatever type of fast you desire, and that type of fast is between you and God. But this is what I want you to get. Every weekday morning from 6 to 6.15, starting tomorrow morning, that we're going to have congregational prayer. We'll have corporate prayer. And we're going to ask you at 6 o'clock to call our prayer call line. It is listed on your app. It's listed on the fasting guide. At six, and, at, and from 6 to 6.15, we're going to collectively pray together. Now, keep in mind that if we want God to take us to uh, beyond, if we want to go beyond, if we want to go beyond where we've been, where we are going, what, uh, we want to be, go beyond in our lives, uh, if we want to go to a higher dimension of worship, then we're going to have to go beyond perhaps what we have done in previous years. And so I'm going to encourage every person uh, that's here to make sure that uh, you get a partner. Let's just say you get someone that you know, and they go through this time of fasted prayer with you. But at, uh, every Monday through Wednesday at 6 o'clock, between 6 and 15 in the morning, that we'll call this line, we'll pray together, and it'll supercharge you for the rest of your day. Now, if you just uh, keep going and then you just hit the plan, you hit your plan, and then if you hit the plan, what it's going to do is it's going to bring the calendar up. And you can look at day one. It'll have the reading for that particular day, and it'll have the devotional as well. It's already on your app. All you have to do, you have to take paper with you. You don't have to uh, be on the company computer. You can just pull it up on your ministry app. Now, those of you that desire to have hard copies, we have hard copies of the entire fasting guide in the foyer that you can pick up when you leave today. But what's really critical is that we recognize that this time of fasting is to, bring, is, is to make the presence of God a reality in our everyday life. And so the first thing that's important is that we must hear his voice. We must hear his voice. Let's take a look at Luke chapter 4, verse 14 through 19. Luke chapter 4, verse 14 through 19. Are you there, shout out, huh? Luke chapter 4, verse 14 to 19, because the first thing we have to do is we have to see his voice. Do you know what? Immediately after you, you, you hear his voice, rather, immediately after you hear your voice, that the enemy will try to come in and tempt you. You'll be put to test. And so scene one really is the voice. That episode is the voice. We hear the voice of God. We, read, we have daily reading. But then throughout the day, we can now be aware of the test or the temptation from the enemy. Luke chapter 4, verse 14 um, through 19. Well, let's, let's start right there in verse 1. Let's just read verse 1, and let's just read all the way down. How about that? Let's read it together now. Then Jesus, being filled with the Holy Spirit, returned from the Jordan and led by the Spirit into the wilderness, being tempted for 40 days by the devil. And in those days he ate nothing, and afterward, 
when they had ended, he was hungry. So now Jesus has entered into a time of fasted prayer. And he did it for 40 days. And how many of you know that when you fast for 40 days, you're hungry? Some of you say, I'm hungry for a meal. But, but, but notice this in verse 3. Let's read it together now. And the devil said to him, if you are the son of God, command this stone to become bread. Now, you know what? Some days that you are at the Jordan and you're crossing across on your, your promised land. But then there are, or you're being baptized and you're hearing the voice of God and you're hearing it so clearly. And then another day you maybe feel like you're in the wilderness or the desert. But notice what happens here is that Jesus began to speak to him based on the voice that he had heard. What is that voice? The word that he knew. Now, uh, it's kind of like a pop quiz because the enemy doesn't prepare you for the quiz. I remember when I was in college, we had a, a professor. He was an amazing professor. Uh, everybody in the class was intimidated of him. Uh, I don't know if you've seen the paper chase, the movie, the paper chase, but they had an attorney there or, 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 or a professor there that was so intimidating. But, but, but our, uh, he would stand in front of the class and he would say, uh, 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 Mr. Mr. Graham, and if you don't answer right away, say, oh, you don't know, and then he'll call on somebody else. And you were just taking a breath so you could answer his question. But you had to always be ready. But well, there are a couple of times he gave pop quizzes. And how many of you know that, um, uh, and so let me just tell you what happened. I almost always went to class. But I was a little late this time. The bell had just rung, and I opened the door, and I peeped in, and I saw and heard. He said that today we're going to have a pop quiz, and I saw them passing the quiz out. Do you know what I did, church? Rather than going into the class that day, I closed that door and went to the student union. And I, why? Because I wasn't prepared for the pop quiz. But in life... You have to be prepared because how you pass the test will determine the level and the dimension that God can take you to. And so notice this. I want to just give you just a couple of things because after 40 days, Jesus was hungry. And so the test doesn't start until you're hungry or the test doesn't start until you feel like quitting. That's when the test starts. In verse 8, Jesus, he's hungry. He hasn't eaten. In verse 8, Jesus says this word to him that says that, look, uh, if, you, if you're uh, the son of God, why don't you just go on and turn this bread into a stone in, into bread? Jesus says in verse 8, and Jesus answered him and said unto him, Get behind me, Satan, for it is written, You shall worship the Lord your God and him only. Shall you serve? You know what it starts with? It starts with the voice. We hear the voice. And you know what? You're going to get hungry after you hear the voice. But now you go to the first level of the test. And, and, and he said that this test is about turning stones into bread. Now, Jesus is hungry. And there are three things that I want you to get from this. Number one is that there are times in life when we feel like quitting or when we uh, get hungry and we, we give up, that what we do is we settle for less. It looks good, what's, being, what's in front of me. Sometimes we get tired of waiting. And because we get tired of waiting, we make a choice to end up with less. 
Now, nothing is wrong with bread. Nothing is wrong with the expectation that others might have of you. But if you settle for less, he knew that by obeying the competing voice that he heard, that he would be settling for less of what God had for him. And so that's what you've got to recognize is that I'm not going to settle for less. And so on day three, on day five, you make a decision that I'm going to stick with it. I am not going to go back. Why? It's because there is more for me if I choose not to settle. And do you know what? The choices that we make will determine the route we take. And so number one, Jesus didn't, chose not to settle for less. And notice this next thing. He did not settle for what was easy. And what Jesus is doing is he's answering every test, every test that the enemy throws his way. The Bible tells us that the devil stood up on a high mountain and he showed him the kingdoms of the world in a moment. And verse 6 says, And the devil said to him, All this authority I will give you and their glory, for this has been delivered to me and I will give it to whomever I wish. Therefore, if you will worship before me, all of this will be yours. Now notice this, that Jesus doesn't have authority at this time, and the enemy offers him authority. And he says that this authority has been given to me, and I'll give it to you. But notice this, the authority of the devil was just for a time. And if Jesus would have accepted that authority, then his authority would have had a time limit But you know what? The Bible says he must reign until every enemy is under his feet and the last enemy destroyed is death. And we, 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 we will reign with him forever. His authority will never cease. So he didn't settle for what was easy. He didn't settle for less. But you know what he did not do? Everything that the enemy threw his way, he said, it is written. It is written. It is written. What is he saying? He's saying that I heard what God said. I heard the voice of God, and that the temptation that you're bringing my way is not going to succeed. And so as a result, Jesus passed every one of those tests, every one of those pop quizzes with the Word. He was already equipped for the test. And because he passed the test, it moved him from the voice, from the test, to the anointing. Look at this. Luke chapter 4, verse 14. Let's read it together. Let's read all the way down to verse 19 together now. Then Jesus returned in the power of the Spirit to Galilee, and news of him went out through all the surrounding regions, and he taught in their synagogues, being glorified by all. So he came to Nazareth where he had been brought up, and as his custom was, he went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day and stood up to read. And he was handed the book of the prophet Isaiah, and when he had opened the book, he found the place where it was written. Verse 18, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind, to set at liberty those who are oppressed, and to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. The Bible says that he closed the book and he sat down. Notice this. God's voice is so important because it'll get you through the test. And if you get through the test, you can get to the anointing. And it is the anointing that's going to take you beyond. 
It is the anointing that's going to take you to a higher dimension. It, it is the anointing that you have that will allow God to stop what the enemy has been trying to use to stop you. I am fully persuaded that God is going to do miracles that you did not ask for. But you have to get to a, the anointing. Because it is the anointing that destroys the yokes and removes the burden. How do you get there? I've got to hear the voice of God. How do I hear it? First, I read the Word. And then with that Word, that no matter what temptation, no matter what test come my way, it is written. And then when the test, I'm not going to settle for what's less. I'm not going to settle for what's easy. And I'm not going to settle for something right now. Why? It's because I want to get into the anointing. I want to get into the anointing. You know why Jesus did not accept turning the stones into bread? Did not accept the authority of the enemy? Did not worship him? It's because he knew he wasn't anointed for that. He was anointed to set the captives free. He was anointed to heal the brokenhearted. He was anointed to proclaim liberty for the captives. He was anointed for the poor. And you know what? So all your life, you can struggle trying to find what is it that God's called you to do. You can struggle with the same challenges, the same relationship challenges, the same financial challenges. But this year, the beginning of this year is an opportunity to change the results by the end of the year. In 2018, we're starting off by listening to the voice of God.